season four time. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual. Tom Foolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And today I'm joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio. First off, we have my lovely co-host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Hello, Saul. Hi, John. How Long are time you? to talk. We, yeah, we haven't talked in like, what, two weeks, week and a half? No, our Saeed episode. That was last week. Oh God. Yeah, it was. Time passes differently. Time flies. I'm telling you, especially in the summer. I know you're working, but I'm still on like summer schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is it going fast or slow for you? I don't know. It's going slow thing. for me. I'll tell you that much. I, I've been spending some time out in uh, Long Island with, with Anna and she's been taking an MCAT course. So I have a lot of time during the day. And so all I've been doing is applying to jobs, which I, I'm fully confident that there's nothing in the world that can make you feel worse about yourself than applying to jobs. Oh, yeah. That was that was really um, fun eight months during COVID for me. Yeah. I think I'd rather face off a group of like seven to eight 13-year-old girls and have them roast me relentlessly for like five to six <laughs> hours than ever apply to another single job in, in my life. You just feel terrible. You feel like you're, you're, you're not qualified. You don't have yeah. any sort of expertise. They're like, okay, yeah. Um, this Full is an imposter entry syndrome. Oh yeah. This is an entry level job. You need five years of experience in a relevant field. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Just tell them you oh, have a yeah. podcast. Tell them you were in the New York times. Literally. I I'm 16 years old. Uh, by the way, I ran a, a regional regional account for, uh, a, a live export, uh, cattle industry. <laughs> now I'm looking to maneuver my way into an entry level job at fucking McDonald's. I don't even know. It's terrible, dude. I, I hate it. It makes me feel so bad about myself. I oh. had this job call. This dude just shat on me for 45 minutes and was like, great. I'll talk to you next week. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you next week. This sucked. <laughs> Welcome to employment, dude. It's a party. Oh, I'm very thankful. My office, everyone's really cool. But Saul. Do they know you have a podcast yet? They do know I have a podcast. Huge. But I don't huge. think they know what podcast it is. You're, you're they in just the know York I Times. have a podcast. I am now in the New York Times, as are you. Congratulations, my friend. We did it. I saw that. Congratulations. Congratulations, actually. Thank, Thank you that's, so that's much. Crazy. Thank you so Don, much. We Saw. have a third voice in the podcast. Today. We do. It's not all about us. We have it's none not. other than Hector from Archive Dreams. You, you probably know him if you if you follow us. He is probably one of the bigger. If no, I think Hidden's probably the biggest one, but one of the bigger um, archive pages on Instagram. Uh, we connected after we made a joke about archive pages. And I saw that he commented and I was like, why not? <laughs> come um, on the pod. Yeah. Come on the podcast. Why not? Um, and he was super nice, responded back immediately. And um, I hope he's not going to attack me uh, if we ever hang out in person. So without further ado, we have Hector, who you can find on Instagram at archived. That is with a D dot dreams. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We're happy of to course. have you. We're happy you're here. First things first, when is the celebrity when is the celebrity boxing match between <laughs> you and Hidden New York? <laughs> that is if Hidden ever shows his face, which <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if that'll ever happen. 
He's but like Dream. He, he wears a, a mask with a smile for hours at a time. That would be yes. He could be like uh, uh, Rey Mysterio. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> yes, who that is. absolutely. <laughs> Hit in New York from the top rope. But Good his God. his mask is cream <laughs> and forest green. Oh God! Yes, and and has the hidden logo like across the face, <laughs> and he's wearing just hidden merch. Yes. At the toe. Yeah. What if we find out that hidden is Yeezy Busta in disguise, still wearing the 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 Yeezy three fifty mask? I don't think it's possible because where uh, yeah, would I, he get the time of day to do both of those things? I I don't think is Yeezy Busta still around. That's a no, good question. I, I think uh, Hidden is definitely not Yeezy Busta because um, he is from the Philippines. So interesting. That that is known. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is like live doxing triangulation. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> figure out all of the places that he's tagged and triangulate them, and send a, <laughs> a cream colored satellite to go spy on. Yeah. Them. <laughs> Hidden, you're kidding. We hope you're doing well. No, Hidden, that is not a joke. I have a satellite. <laughs> but Hector, welcome to the podcast. We hope you've been well. Um, should we start things off the classic pair of Kings podcast way with a fit check? I thought you were going to say 20 minutes of nonsense, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, bottom, bottom top. I'm wearing on my feet uh, a pair of Anonym Paris sneakers. Um, Ooh, they're, nice. they're not that known of a brand uh but very high quality leather i i I love these i've beat them to death uh on the pants i'm wearing this pair of old vintage painter jeans oh damn those are sick yeah they're sort of Uh, thrash like what uh undercover 89 jeans like they got holes in them everywhere yeah holes on them everywhere paint splatters everywhere and vintage bandana and just uh a white plain tee um, that I thrifted. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? John, you want to go first? I will. I will. Uh, on feet, what else but the pod and stocks? Uh, I was just walking around at a local art fair. I was wearing some Ooh. some Kiko designed Asics, not the in the nice. official collaboration, but under his creative direction at Asics. Um, but I switched into the pod and stocks for the pod. A pair of purple Patagonia baggies classic wear those all the time and then a shirt which five inch yep got a got a shoulder five for the pod and um on top we have a vintage cowboy button up that Saul got me for my birthday Um, i found it in a thrift store in texas and it was hanging on a rack like somebody must have tried it on and then like given it to the people who are like um you know like sorting it back out to go on the floor and i saw it and i was like yeah, no, I'm getting this for it's John. It's so like, sick. It fits perfectly. I've probably worn it, excuse me, I've probably worn it five times since <laughs> the middle of June and I got it. So nice. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, I find that when when those racks where people like leave um, the clothes that they end up not getting, yeah. it's like already kind of like curated or something. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it's easy to find stuff there. Yeah, it's yeah. something that people wanted enough to pick up but then ended up not not pulling the trigger on. So it's something that was at least decent. Yeah. True, true. Solly boy, what have you got on? 
Um, so I was wearing these today. I'm, I'm nervous to wear them a lot uh, just because they're old. But I have a pair of uh, shoes from a, a brand called The Winner. Uh, they were popular in the 80s. Uh, and these are, they're like somewhere between Jordan mids and Jordan highs, but they're white and red and they have a little bit of black um, and they're basketball shoes, which is pretty cool. And they're in great condition from something from like 1982 or three when they came yeah. out. Do you think they were out before or after the Jordan one? I think before. Really? Um, okay. Cause they look reminiscent. Cause there were so many like Jordan one esque shoes right after the, when was the out. first Jordan? It was 80 85. Okay. I think they're from earlier. Yeah, 84. Four was like the first ever model. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there there was a lot of fakes that year because Nike didn't have a, a good um, I guess like um, the lawyers they have today that will go after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now they trademark the shape person. of it. Yeah. That's crazy that they've gotten like the shape itself. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. But I mean, I guess they had to go after that after seeing the giant amount of bootlegs that have come yeah. out in the past year or so oh yeah. yeah it's it's been wild but it's been yeah. really interesting some have been really cool some have been just so lame yeah <laughs> Definitely. um so i was wearing those but the the paint i don't know if you can i'm showing it to the camera but the paint on like the oh, toe yeah. box is like cracking which so they're margellas cool. basically the margella collab um i just i i want I want to wear them obviously because they're they're a cool shoe, but yeah. I don't want to be wearing like a destroy like a cooked pair of shoes. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out a way to semi preserve them. I could always get them restored and repainted, which would probably work fine. But you know, they were like eighty five dollars on eBay, and I don't necessarily cool. want to spend that much money on repairing them. Yeah, fair. Those are sweet so, though. Thank you. Um, I have a pair of black Patagonia baggies and the material feels a little bit different to my other pair. Huh. Um, they, I, they might be older, but the, the, the nylon itself feels different. Would you say they um, feel more cringe or more based than the other? Uh, pair? I'd say probably more red pilled, a little okay. bit more submissible, not as breedable as my other pairs. Okay. Um, and then I have an old vintage BBNN baseball tee. It's single stitch. Um, oh. It was from when my dad played baseball in high school and he still has all of his like baseball gear. And so uh, he left my family, but I took all of his school clothes. So who really won there? Dub. <laughs> That's a W. Yeah, I don't know. And it's, no it's hat pretty... today. No hat. Uh, I can't find my Gus's Fried Chicken hat, nor could I find my Royal Blue Gro Grocery, nor could I find my uh, Hot Product Studios New York. Theory. Anna's been stealing them because you have great hair and you should show it off to the world. I was considering shaving my head the, this past week. Saul, so you are a man of many hairstyles. I will give I you am. that. Uh, when, I was, when I was on Tinder for the very short tenure, the one comment I got was, why do you have so many different hairstyles? And I was like, I don't know. I just do things impulsively and take one picture every four months. Yep, I recently <laughs> did that. I posted my like bi-monthly instagram post yesterday broke yeah. the record thanks everyone for engaging wait really yeah oh damn good for you we're closing in on 500 oh my god i haven't posted a fitbit in ages i need to i need to get back on it yeah me too all of I, my i feel like it's yeah it's so like it's like i want to post fitbit but actually finding like the 
the time to like take the pictures like and just like I don't know also posting on personal isn't like my highest priority I tend to just (laughs) spam archive dreams all day how many posts would you say you you put out per day on the account um I'd say max 10 today um the least like if I'm really really busy that day I'd probably say three okay wow that's really in between there gotcha Wow. That's, that's quite a bit. Um, yeah, it is. Jeez. That's crazy. And just, I feel like that's what helped um, the account grow mm-hmm. that much. It's just the, the plain consistency of just like posting every single day, several yeah. times a day and actually being like good content, not like just spammy. For sure. So, how how do you post consistently? Is it all off of your phone? Do you have like some sort of like post deck that you do on your computer to kind of like set them up for certain times? Or is it just like if you find something, um, it goes up? I've I've kind of tried to um, schedule the posts, but mm. that hasn't worked for me so far because it, it would only let me schedule. Maybe I just need a, a, a different kind of software. But sure. it would only let me schedule posts that are like one picture, not like slide oh, posts. Oh, okay. And slide posts are the, the ones that like, well, they just tend to have higher um, engagement. Yeah. I think simply mm-hmm. because people tend to spend more time looking at them. Yeah. Um, and the, the algorithm rewards that. Um, so yeah, I've, I've just resorted to like, everything is like on my phone at the time that I posted it is at the time that I like made the post and posted it. Like I'll, I'll sometimes like make several posts um, like beforehand. Like if I know I'm not going to be like have time to post, I'll like put them in drafts and then just quickly look at my phone, go to drafts and, and click share. That's fine. Yeah. That is quite a few posts though. I think we, we typically, we, we used to be two a day for sure. And now we're one a day, maybe two, mm-hmm. but we've, we've hit three, probably five times on our account, but yeah, that yeah. consistency is key. Like we try to post at least something Definitely. Monday through Saturday. I think doing two a day is a lot more than like your average person. Mm-hmm. So it, the algorithm does catch up on that. Yeah. But I think, the more you post and as long as it's like um consistent because like consistent with like good content mm-hmm. yeah we make all our I own stuff too like even, all of our stuff is... yeah i i've seen i've seen your memes and they're all original which is good because instagram can can become very um it, content becomes recycled on instagram yeah and so like that's I think like the biggest challenge is like finding new content so people don't get bored. Um, but yeah, basically just posting as much as I can that day. What I do. For sure. For sure. So we already got just an off the dome question out of the way before we even got into our main list of questions for today. Look at us. Yeah. regular old journalists over here uh 
starting off our, our curated list of questions. So Hector, how have you been and what's quarantine been like for you? I've been good. I mean, quarantine obviously wasn't, wasn't the most fun. Um, <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as an understatement. I, I, there was definitely, <laughs> there was definitely um, the first few months that it were just like, they were harsh, but I think now I'm I'm a lot better. Like I'm I'm getting more used to it, and obviously, like right now I'm traveling, so that's something new and that I haven't been able to do for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it definitely feels feels a lot better to like actually be able to like start to interact with people because I'm I'm fully vaccinated now um but like actually i feel like i'm a, I'm a social person yeah, uh, yeah and the fact that like i wasn't able to like have those social interactions i feel like affected me at some point during the quarantine and i, I was just feeling like well sad which i guess everyone was a little bit but i mean we got through it and we're gonna keep getting through it Absolutely. Yeah, it's been just a wild, wild year, yeah. but a lot came from it on our end. Like, I don't think this podcast would have been nearly as in-depth as it is if we were just working the whole time. No, definitely. And it, it, it did, there was some ups to it. Like, it, it, it definitely gave me time to, like, be able to, like, okay, I want to focus it on this now, now that I have time. And mm. it like during quarantine is when I, I was like building my, my website for, for my store. And, and I've been well, painted a lot during quarantine and, and just like being able to like focus my time on stuff that I actually wanted to do other than things that like I was like obligated to do. For sure. You kind of get in when the daily routine of like every day happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about the store that you've created, you've sold, I don't think that we had any questions written about it, but I do want to ask, you've sold some pretty crazy stuff. Like you've sold, I have it here in front of me, like uh, autumn winter, 2004 Maison Margiela jacket for like $7,000 and it's sold. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, that one actually hasn't sold. Um, it, it is a crazy piece. Um, but it's, it's over there in the U S where I live right now, since I'm in vacation, oh, I, I temporarily closed the store. Uh, so I, I just put everything is sold out. So people got won't it. be able to like buy it. They can, they can contact me and, and pre-order it. Um, but I didn't want to like have them waiting a couple months, um, for the, the pieces. That one, that piece is actually one of the craziest pieces I've ever owned. Um, How did you come by it? Um, I bought you don't it on, on Grailed, that one, um, off a, a collector that was just like, um, I guess, struggling during quarantine and needed to needed some money. So I, I copped it off him. Damn. Which is insane yeah it's a pretty good pick it, 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 yeah and it it was in the like 
in the mail for like a month and a half. It was stressful mm. because I paid a lot of money for that. Oh jacket. gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was sweating. <laughs> but when it finally arrived, I was so happy. Yeah. Talking about pickups during quarantine, what are some of your other quarantine pickups? Um well a lot of vintage actually. Um I've been like picking up different vintage stuff. Actually these jeans that I'm wearing right now, um, I actually copped yesterday and two other painter jeans. Oh wow. Um yeah. I recently copped a nineteen fifties varsity jacket um from um on Instagram old old clothes are cool. He has some good vintage. Oh yeah. He comes up um, on my reels all the time. All the time, yeah. And he actually has like good information to say. Um which I like it's, it's different to see um cuz I feel like reels are so it's hard to find good content for reels. Yeah. And Instagram it's... is pushing reels really hard right now, so I I try to post some but like I feel like real content is very um TikToky and yeah, yeah I don't know. it feels like bootleg TikTok. Like it, it is, feels yeah. like TikTok <laughs> but not as good. Yeah. from the from the consumer's perspective like if i'm scrolling through reels like i could just be scrolling through tiktok and seeing better stuff yeah exactly. the thing that reels doesn't have is like the curation or like the adaptation to you right? yeah my for you page is like painfully john hogaboom just like weird <laughs> memes and fashion stuff yeah um what a, i've talked um well vintage cheese a bunch of vintage cheese um but I, I recently got a Mason Martin Marcella sweater from spring summer 05. Um, nice. It's in, like a symmetrical cardigan. Um, that's pretty cool. That's like cut in half and sewn back together. Pretty cool. Um, and then I also got this mountain research, you know, general research. Yeah. They, they turned the brand to they changed the name to mountain research. So, uh, like a, a four sip sweater. So we had like zippers all over the sweater from fall, winter, 2020. And basically the idea is like, if you own several of the sweaters, cause I, I think they come in different colors, you can actually exchange the parts. Oh, whoa. The that's yeah. sick. It's really sick. But I mean, obviously like, you need to have, I only have yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta be balling. Yeah. Definitely. That's super cool. But you can still, you can still actually like style it different ways, which like you can unzip. They have the zippers are two double zips. Like you can unzip it from the bottom and from the top. Oh, oh cool. It's, it's, you can style it a lot of different ways. Yeah. Very, a lot of versatility. Yeah. Um, so you've, you've mentioned a couple things you like to do in your free time, painting, sourcing, clothing, anything else that you, that you like to do when you're not posting or taking classes? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like to run. Oh, same. Nice. Like, yeah. Uh, like I try to every day. Um, yeah. If I, if I'm not running, um, and I have free time, I'll, I'll probably be 
be painting or um yeah a lot of my free time just taking up from posing because when i when i'm like okay i have some time in my hands right now i'll find some content to post um a, a lot of actually is actually finding that content like scrolling through the internet trying to to find content that people will like for sure um, but i mean i also love thrifting sourcing different clothes um and like to like to do that in the weekends mostly um but yeah what are some of your that, best like thrift finds ever best thrift finds um well i did i don't know if it's best but like the one that comes to mind is that i, I did find a uh a, a, a varsity i mentioned i bought a 1950s varsity jacket but i found one in person which well not 1950s 1960s i think and it was i was just like thrifting and it was actually like in the woman's section i was like, saw the leather sleeve and i was like <laughs> no way and i i took it out the rack and it was actually like a, a men's varsity jacket and the, the tags looked so old vintage i was like oh i'm getting this it was for like 20 bucks but oh nice it, it, it was a, a good cause um what else i i mean i guess Vintage tees. Um, recently, actually, th this is not really like thrift find, but um, my grandma was like, um, "Your uncle left a bunch of clothes in his closet. If you wanna, oh, go, let's go. <laughs> look in there." And I actually found a lot of um, different like vintage tees and and like um, actual. He had some Dolce Gabbana in there, and, and yeah, so cool. a, a few tees, um, and and button-up shirts were were good finds. Very I, nice. I think the the one the like the vintage finds that I I like um hold the closest in my heart are the ones that like are the oldest because yeah. I, I I feel like finding true vintage like actual 50s yeah. 60s vintage um is getting harder and harder uh unless you're like actually buying curated um sellers online um finding it in like goodwill and stuff like that is actually like those are the the great finds i guess yeah i know what you mean that's pretty awesome um Excuse me. So you make art, you've mentioned painting, things like that. Um, who are some of your favorite artists? Favorite artists? Um, well, I'd say off the top of my head, Basquiat is mm. one of my favorite. Um, but like artists, if I were to say like alive, um probably Kanye even though he's like not really a painter I, I mean 
there's the pictures floating around the internet of his like high school paintings yeah but he's definitely an artist um but i mean i consider even though he, he was a well he's an artist now um martin marcella um mm-hmm. i think he was just creating art through the medium of clothing mm-hmm. but nowadays he's doing like a um studio art oh, which no is, yeah um i didn't know really that. really um like he's he's not really being like making big um galleries or whatever he's actually just putting his arts in in very like museums where like his name is just in the middle of a bunch of other artists names so it's yeah. really not noticed and it's it's kind of in the same um way he used to do his work at at the Maison where he like he wouldn't show his face he wouldn't he was very humble in that aspect because his his um work is like like his clothes are are at the Met or whatever like they're Mm -hmm. he has museum pieces that like people collect and so he his art quote-unquote that he's making now could definitely be like on some big New York gallery but he's he's actually not doing that he's he's going through a more like humble approach I guess I think that's pretty awesome though yeah yeah so it's nice to see people be humble especially in the fashion space because I feel like (laughs) it is so narcissistic inherently right like fashion is eccentric medium yeah yeah that's very true which is it's interesting to see he's, he's like kind of taking the same route as helmet lang yeah um, because he, he he went through that route too um and i mean i, I like i like his work even though it, it was very triggering seeing him actually like destroy his archive <laughs> but i mean it's hard yeah true what are you gonna do it's supposed to make you feel something. Yeah. Very true. Uh, on the topic of art, obviously you're a painter. You said before we started recording that you're taking a drawing class right now. What are some other mediums that you'd like to explore sometime down the road? Um, well, like sculpture, I guess. I mean, nice. and furniture. Like, uh, cool. even though I feel like they, they both fall into like kind of the same um aspect but like I, I don't know if you guys know but I, I recently designed a chair and um it's been several months in the making with the first chair is, is actually finished now that's awesome um, congratulations yeah thank you um and I, I definitely want to explore more of like that furniture world with furniture design Mm-hmm. Um, but also, but I don't want to limit to myself. Also, like clothing too. I mean, I I see it as just different mediums where where you can um express your art. I mean, sure, there's like painting and there's um, but like furniture design is like. I mean, I'm I'm always like intrigued by it, and and recently I've been getting more into it especially like during, well, 
before wanting to design a chair one day i just woke up and i was like you know what i i want to design a chair <laughs> and so i i drew it out and i mean it's probably been like six months or so and now it's well more more than six months since i first drew the design but it's finally come to a reality wow. um it's actually made um out of one big um like block of wood oh. um, and it's hand carved um it has like this twist effect to it it's i don't know you'll you'll see it on my instagram uh I'll, I'll, I'll be posting a lot of it soon yeah i'm excited to see it. that's awesome that's awesome yeah. so did you partner with some sort of studio to produce a line of them or is this kind of like a one-off like you're only making one of them type of piece well for now there's only one of them okay. um the idea that i kind of have in mind right now is i want to promote it obviously through archive dreams and then uh get some pre-orders or some some type of yeah pre-orders I, I want to produce a few more of them each one will be actually like unique even though they will have the same design but since it's hand carved um each piece will be different uh, like it'll, sure. it'll have its unique features um but i don't want to make a lot of them i i like the number i i have in mind of like the amount of chairs that I want to make is probably like six, like produce six of them and sell them and obviously keep one for myself. Um, but yeah, um, that's in the future. Obviously right now I have just the one. Um, so as of now it is one of one. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also want to like explore sculptures i guess um like but really in very big scale i guess okay like um like kind of i don't know i feel like that's how art is going to save the world i mean i know it sounds like weird saying it but i mean think of the the pyramids in egypt i know they were made as tombs but nowadays, like in, in modern day, like I, I think we we use them as like art. People go and, and kind of like view them. Um, but to create a huge, that huge pyramid, it took a lot of labor. So uh, it creates jobs um, and then it creates tourism when people want to go visit certain obviously i don't know what i want to create yet at, at that at big scale mm -hmm. um but i do have that in the end mind where like i, I want to make something like big that will create some type of like tourism and jobs also so it it, it like promotes the economy i guess i don't know yeah no, i think that's it's a very good point. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's something a lot of people don't think about is that a lot of jobs are created in the, in the art world with things yeah. like big scale. Yeah. 
I mean, look at France, right? I mean, part of the the reason to go there is France itself, but there's the Louvre, there's Centre Pompidou, there's uh, you could argue that Versailles is a work of art, right? Like you go. Oh, absolutely, it is. Right? Yeah. yeah. And even for me, yeah. like when I when I travel, I like going to like the Museum of Modern Art wherever I am. Like it is a a thing that drives tourism or or is kind of like a, a tourist destination in any city. Exactly, yeah. and and a, a lot of architecture is too. Like yeah, people go and visit it, um, and that is actually large scale. Yeah, Just, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's meant for people to actually go in and live in. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess a, a big question, and we've sort of touched on it before, but what is it like to run an archive page? You know, like, is it, is there a lot of um, like interaction with, with people, you know, as a result of the page, or is it kind of just like you put it up and, and, you know, walk away type of thing? Um, what is it like? I, I like to like put it up and like, yeah, like just post and like go on along my day. I I do have a lot of fun like reading the comments, mm-hmm. um, but it, I guess it just it consists of like I don't know answering a ton of DMs. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and answering like yeah, basically a lot of DMs. Looking for the content is a big part of it, and mm-hmm. just like posting several times a day every single day well i guess not all archive pages do that but for me i guess it is the case um that i just every every few hours or every hour or so i'll just take a few minutes to create a post and i mean it depends post how long it takes me to actually create it but I tend to, um, I don't know, the more time, sometimes it can be very frustrating where I'm like, okay, this could be a post and uh, I go and make it as, I don't know, I don't like it. And I I find something else to post. Then I tend to spend a lot of time making the post. But um, because I I do, since I'm so like, I kind of got in a rhythm of like, um, okay, got to post, got to post. And if it's been several hours, I'm like, I get anxious. Like, for sure. Post. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like, um, um, have that like restriction on me, or I don't know if to call it a restriction, but like, um, tried to keep that, um, steady, um, posting every few hours, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, with a page like an archive page or a mood board, that's the difference between the big players and the small players is just the consistency. Like yeah. page like yours is yeah as big as it I, is because of one I think curation. So, and also yeah. um, the the time you started it is also a big that's big true player or, or not not really more than like actually just being differentiate yourself from from different archive pages because i mean there's obviously so many like too many to count Mm -hmm. uh and a lot of them are really small and 
I think the reason is because they try to just replicate what's already there. Yeah. True. And people people will follow it, but not not as many people because there's there's not something differentiating it. Yeah. So if to any like people that want to start one or that have one and don't know how to grow it, I think that's my biggest advice. Just try to be different. Do you have any sort of like uh, aesthetic in mind when you try and curate posts with the page? Um, like, like some sort of like color coordination or um, time period that you're looking for right now? Or is it kind of just like what you find interesting goes up and, you know, it's sort of consolidated like that just because you are interested in it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think no, no color co coordination. I have like played around with it. Like okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do like, I don't know, with like white background posts, I'll post mm -hmm. like several in a row and they'll look kind of cool that it like separates the whole mood board. But I, I don't really um, like stress too much about color coordination. I think it's mostly, yeah, if, if I'm interested by it, not even if I necessarily like it, like because there's some stuff that I'll, I'll post and it's like, okay, this is relevant um, in the culture and not, uh, and so I'll post it. There's some, there's some, like, for example, my, my style post, um, I think that's kind of like a signature, my account where I'll post a person style and do like a slide post with 10 fit pics or 10 whatever. Um, yeah. And a lot of them, like most of them, I, I do I do like their style. But some some of them, I'll just post them because the fact that they have their own style. Like it, as mm -hmm. long as it's unique to them and it's it's their style, you can tell it's their style. I think that's what makes that's the whole idea of style. So that's the reason I'll post it, and people will get triggered and and comment this is trash why did you post this whatever we'll comment whatever and it it's really with with whatever person you post the, the comments are are kind of um separated like people really are really like praising it or hating on it hard there's never like a a, a medium yeah welcome to fashion instagram really? <laughs> yeah. i kind of no, want to know it, like what was the post that got the most backlash? Like, you know, there are ones, and uh, even with us, you know, we'll post and it'll get like one yes. comment from Saul. Saul just had to tell everyone how to buy stuff on Yahoo Japan. Oh my oh, God. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, like, that, that's a, but like, overwhelmingly negative. We've had, I like dead stock report. I'll say we like we'll post a take and people just be like, "Fuck you!" Like kill yourself. Like they this don't realize wrong. it's satire. Also. It's satire. It's a complete joke. But yeah, like, yeah, are are there any posts that you've gotten and people have just been like, "Yes, definitely." Oh God! I, I Can, mean, do you remember what they were? Two that come to mind. I mean, one the the post that um have has the most like reach on my like page for like forever was a picture of Kanye I, I'm sure you've seen it 
Kanye wearing an like a, an anti-Nazi shirt. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's young Kanye. Um, and so many comments. I mean, mostly like when people start um, seeing it on the explore page and yeah. those people that comment, those comments are the, the most extreme, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, we've um, seen that with ours, with our memes that get yeah. bigger when it reaches yeah. an audience that doesn't quite know what we mean by so the post. I, w- yeah. I was getting comments on that post like a week after I posted it. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. But um, basically, it was people, most of the comments were just people arguing in the comments. It's like, <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> people would get so triggered um, and and just like, I don't know, fight, but the one that I recently posted that got a ton of comments like that were like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, um, like this is a, this is a far reach. I posted, um, a picture. I don't know if you've seen the, the, the skate shoes, um, the Muska skate shoes that were from 1999 that had a, um, a oh, little yeah. pocket in the yep. front. Um, oh yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Um, it was actually like a meme from from throwing fits pod. Like they 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 posted the meme, but I just I just took the meme and then posted a picture of the shoe and then a picture of like the product. They posted the influencer, which was the shoe, mm-hmm. and then the influences influenced that was Prada Fall Winter two thousand one. That with the you know the gloves that had the, the pocket on them. Yeah, yeah, I remember that post from them. Yeah, um, which is obviously like a far, <laughs> a far reach, but I mean it's it's designed for that for people to like I don't know, get triggered and post like what what the hell is this is this is not even like, the, which I think actually it's cool to think that that shoe somehow influenced that product collection yeah but i mean the fact they they i don't think they they took the shoe as like okay we're gonna copy this but on a glove Um, yeah maybe maybe somehow it had some sort of influence but not directly like a a virgil type of copy (laughs) <laughs> a Virgil type of copy. There are two types of copying. There's being inspired and there's Virgil, which is just taking <laughs> it and saying 3%. The crazy thing about Virgil, if we can go to him for a second, I got a DM on the the um, Deadstock Report account and he, he DM'd a bunch of meme pages about it, but a guy had registered a trademark. So the off-white logo is, it's like the X and it's the four arrows forming the X. Yeah. 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 Right? So he... In whatever country he was in, you know where had he gotten took that from? the the shipping company, yeah. right? In Sweden, yeah, shipping crates. Or oh he, yeah, he airport. took it exactly yeah. like yeah. So the guy tr- tried to trademark, I should say, basically the same thing, but with the arrows pointing in, right? So like not not super obvious if you if you're not like super well versed in fashion, but he was yeah. going to make yeah. clothes and call it like off black or something. But the off-white lawyers, like, before he even got to, like, making any clothes were on him. And they were like, you can't do that. And they, like, sued him. That's like Supreme suing people for copying the Supreme logo when they took it from Barbara Kruger without any credit. 
Yeah. <laughs> did you see Barbara Kruger um, in like 2019 did an art project with Supreme, like making fun of them? And she was I like, thought she yeah. did it with like Volcom, making fun of Supreme. Oh, was it Volcom? She yeah, did something. it was like a like a core skate brand. Yeah. I'm not but, sure if it was Volcom, but she did it with someone and it was like yeah. poking fun at Supreme. Oh, no. And she said in like an interview, she was like, these guys at Supreme are a bunch of jokers. Like, try and sue me if you want. Like, we'll yeah, see it's, what happens. It's hers. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she's probably salty about that because they made so much money off her design. I don't think she's too salty. I think, I think she's just mad that it turned into hyper consumerism yeah because yeah. the, the original yeah. thing was about anti-consumerism yeah so yeah, it became true. the opposite of what she wanted it to be i'm sure but <laughs> such kind as, of ironic, yeah. yeah that in itself is is art but um yeah. hector as as the runner of an archive page posting so much content every single day uh, of course, this is what you can disclose, but where do you go to find new photos, new material, things like that? Like, do you have go-to sources or do you just kind of peruse around the internet and see what pops up? Literally everywhere, like anywhere you can find con- fashion content. Yeah. Everywhere and anywhere. Like some of it is off Instagram. Like normally I'll, I'll post, um, I don't know if you see in my captions where it says like via at the account yeah yeah if if it says that it's from instagram shout out to Um, you for crediting also yeah crediting is something that's crazy on our pages yeah yeah there's there's a lot of um i think um what's called it it, it's i'd like to think about uh, about it like um instagram um oh shoot i forgot the word um like when manners like instagram manners like actually um crediting because a lot of our group pages will just not toss it up there. yeah yeah they'll just toss it up there and that's that's one of the things that kind of like because i i love archive pages one of the things that like annoyed me about them was finding something really cool and not being able to know what it was because there was no caption about it there was no caption or or like id on the product and and you'll see the comments on the post like id and no answer like um and that's one of the things i wanted to do different um for sure on on my account it's especially bad on places like Pinterest where like you can find oh the picture, my gosh. but it's just like, it's just the picture. It's just the picture, but like yeah. the caption is like what you want it to see. And it's the first 30 results are just Pinterest. I don't yeah. care about your pin from 2006. <laughs> I want the information. Yeah, give me the info. Exactly. No. Yeah. And Pinterest is another place where I, I find a lot of content, but yeah, it's, it's very common to like, find really cool pictures on Pinterest and not know what they are but a cool trick that I found on how to it doesn't always work but it works I'd say 70% of the time uh, is reverse Google image yeah oh yeah um, that's cool the picture and that's that's a lot of times how I find stuff to post um and then, but like basically anywhere, Google Images, I, I get a bunch of stuff from there, um, like Tumblr. My camera roll is now like 
like full. I mean, that's one one of the things that like you, you were asking, like, what is it like to ha like run an archive page? Literally, have a non-functioning camera roll. <laughs> I mean, I have as of now, I think, um, and this is on my new phone. Twenty-six thousand photos. Oh God. Hector's yeah. the only dude at a party. If you see him in a corner on his phone, he's actually doing something on his phone. <laughs> that's actually that's actually true. He doesn't have the weather app open. He's no, actually doing something. He's actually doing something. Like I'll I'll, I'll I have friends like like what are you doing? Like because we'll be out and I'll be like yeah. okay I have to post. It's like or whenever like a party is like kind of lame or whatever I'll 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 get on. I'll get on my phone. I was like, okay, I'll post right now. And then yeah, while in the conversation, and, might as well post. Yeah. And they'll, they'll come up and they're like, well, what are you doing? Was, I'm working. Got to keep <laughs> the people entertained. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, not right like, now. I'm posting on my archive page. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, a joke. I, I kind of have with some of my friends is I, I have friends that um, like they'll work like minimum wage or whatever and right now like I guess like my own job is running this archive page and like um, like just reselling vintage and then um, I'm kind of starting my own brand but that's I haven't released anything yet and that's like the chair was under that brand. I wanted yeah. I wanted to design the chair not only um well so I wouldn't be put in the box of like clothing brand. For sure. I wanted yeah. to like it's a brand, it's not a clothing brand. You know I'm I'm working on a sweater right now. It's gonna be made cool. from from hundred percent recycled cashmere. Wow. Wow some shoelaces oh um, damn i have some bandanas um that are already made but well i'm the pictures are getting taken right now actually uh, as long along as with the chair i had to take it to to the photographer's house yesterday and it was it was hard because it's, it's this big block of wood basically <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it in the back of my car and just like drive it over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I mean a few more projects that I'm working on, but that's coming soon. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn. So I, I, out of like my own personal curiosity, we haven't written this up, but running an archive page is something that's like pretty I, I like there's nothing like it you know in our parents generation right like yeah when you first started doing this and it got popular and you know you either make money on it or it's just popular in general what was your family's reaction like how did you explain it to them um i guess my dad talked to me about it um and he was like when you were first like starting it well like when it had no traction or whatever um it like stressed him out to see me all the time like on my phone yeah mm -hmm. and he was like what the hell is he doing like 
all day on that phone. Yeah. Um, but now that he actually has started to see like the success and like the money coming in, um, it it totally like changed how he was viewing it. Yeah. And he's like, go ahead, no, go ahead, <laughs> do it. And it, he he has been very um, supportive of it, which I'm very grateful. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to all the supportive parents out there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really interesting just what you can turn into a job these days. Like I have oh, yeah. a, a buddy yeah. from high school actually who is now a full-time Twitch streamer and he's able to do that. And oh, like, is this the mullet guy? Yeah, shout out Kid Mullet. That's Kid my, mullet. my friend from high school. Um, he's he's really growing on Twitch too right now, which is that's awesome. That's really cool. But um, I saw him at yeah, a wedding. It- recently and we were talking about that like you can make a career out of doing what you love on the internet yeah definitely and that's that's basically what i'm trying to do um it i i think like this is my dream job and i'm i hope i'm able to like actually like continue to like live off of it and yeah like keep growing it and um, have it become something greater forgive a stupid question but have you ever thought about potentially going into something like consulting where you have all this knowledge of different brands and i'm sure that there are fashion brands that are looking for inspiration or looking for help kind of finding resources and you've been doing this i i won't say like professionally but like very seriously for a few years now have Mm -hmm. you ever like considered doing something like that uh it has um crossed my mind i haven't ever um like because i i've thought about it but i've always thought like okay um how would i go about it mm-hmm. i guess any brands out there listening if you want consulting <laughs> <laughs> from me definitely hit me up uh i'll be i'd definitely be down to to do that <laughs> because yeah um i i do see that as something i could be doing yeah that's pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope you're able to turn this into just like a, as long as you want to do it for yeah, sustaining yeah. you. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be so cool. Yeah. As long as um, Instagram is still alive for <laughs> the next couple of years. I mean, obviously I want to like expand to different um, platforms and not only like sustain from Instagram. And I, I've started to like, um, I have a like Facebook connected, and so everything that I post on my Instagram will go directly to Facebook. Oh, and that's cool. slowly getting some traction, but the and I think um, Tumblr too, but it's, it's nothing compared to to Instagram. Like yeah, I, I, yeah. I focus most of my energy on Instagram just because that that's where I see the big. Yeah, that's that's our big one as well yeah um so have you found any like brands or or collections recently that you've been like super into or or you know really um i hate saying it like this but vibing with (laughs) 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 um well one i guess new brand that i'm i'm really a fan of um on Instagram, it's called 
Robin's Clothing with two N's. Um, okay. And she actually made, uh, she makes a bunch of like patchwork denim, I guess. And she made me a pair of like one of one oh, wow. pants, which are the craziest pants that I've ever owned. And I, I love them to death. They're, they're like specifically made with, with my measurements. And she actually like oh, sewed in my name into the oh, pants, like on the inside, which is like, like so cool it's such a place that's awesome um, so yeah um i'm a big fan of her work um <laughs> there's um on instagram das yori um oh yeah liam, liam yori yeah he's been yeah. on the podcast he, twice yeah really yeah yep. he has he has some some really sick well he has a really sick aesthetic i guess which is rare to see in in like new brands uh, like mm-hmm. startups um it's rare to see that they already have like this this aesthetic in mind um with, with small brands like that yeah um and i guess i don't know my brand archive dreams <laughs> coming out <laughs> which is so far unreleased but coming soon that's awesome. Yeah, that that's really cool. Um, speaking, continuing on clothing that one can acquire. Do you have any personal grails um, or any pickups that you've gotten as a result of owning the page? Of of course, your your jeans that you talked about in the last question, but any others? Yeah. Um. Yes, I have. I have. Well, I get this question a lot. Like like what are my personal grails and i i i always like i never know what to answer because there's so many clothes that i just like drool over mm-hmm. and then <laughs> just like get so turned off by the price tag yeah especially like um <clears throat> i i've really been like annoyed by it, the way like the prices on archive have been like skyrocketing yeah and it's just like always harder to to reach and get but yes uh, um i guess like a bunch of helmet lang that just i just look at it and drool over especially like the like bondage uh with with like the the straps uh just uh, like um the well the bondage pants i don't know if um you, you guys know what I'm talking about? It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they have like the straps all over the mummy pants. Yep. I think those are like wow. Um, those those go for like I, I don't see them going under 1k. Wow. Um, yeah. And a, I guess a, a bunch of wrath of um, the Nebraska sweater. I've always drooled over the the. Um, what's called um the penelope hoodie yeah i really like which i I like when when it's like not you can tell it's not um ass washed out because you you see a lot of them circulating that you can tell are like old and Mm -hmm. and they look gray now they're not like the the color um or not old 
obviously like all of them are the exact age, but um, they're, they've been washed so many times that they, they turned gray. Um, there's this, there's this one sweater uh, from 2005 has like um, the purple graphic. I mean, all of his graphics are just so, <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Um, there, there's actually this one, this one jacket I've been looking for for a while, but I can only find like size small. Um, it's it's actually Raph by Raph Simmons, but it has um, it has like embroidery in the back, um, which I mean you normally Raph by Raph Simmons is like I don't know consider like broke man's Raph, but that jacket is actually insane and i i really want it but obviously I'm not going to come up size small and not <laughs> not, not have it fit me yeah. yeah fair very fair so i every time somebody mentions helmet lang i think about our discord there's somebody in the discord who i do want to shout out uh naomi um, she is, I think trying, I don't know if she's still working on it or she's just busy and it's kind of on the back burner. She's making, a an archive or a collection of all the different helmet Lang tags from back in the day. Um, because they're so scattered and yeah. there's no like one consolidated group of them. I just want to give a quick shout out. I, Cause I think that's pretty, pretty cool. I yeah. would love to see that actually, because yeah, the tags are really, um, since he made, tags i guess for for i guess because he, he would have the year on each tag that the year was produced and i love that about helmet lang i think that's one of the reasons why it's so collectible but i think yeah. that's one of the reasons why his tags probably like variate um because he had to have the year change i mean obviously he did the thing where he would have the first two I guess like the 19 and then he would stamp like the 98 you could you could see it in a, in a different color yes. um um but obviously those ta tags had to change once it ch uh changed to the 2000s mm -hmm. uh, and so the tags and obviously the tags keep evolving but that that would be a good thing a good resource to have yeah. to help like i guess source the the collection or, or the year of the clothing. Yeah. Before we get too far away from it, we do have a Discord which we have lovingly dubbed the happiest place in fashion. Um, and on every guest episode we ask our guests to give us a, a like keyword or a phrase or something to send us uh, on on Instagram. So at Pair of Kings Pod um, to like gain access. We we set the barrier to entry pretty low. Just yeah. something to prove that you've listened. Um, yeah, but Hector, do you want to give us a, a word or a phrase that people can send if they'd like to join our Discord? Um, actually, I haven't, I haven't thought about this. Um, I don't want to be boring and say just archive dreams. I, I want to give give a good, interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Hashtag vintage undies only okay <laughs> <laughs> works for us so if you'd like to join our discord message us on instagram at 
or no, I'm sorry. Hashtag vintage undies. Yes. Only Easy. vintage on the undies only. Yeah. Yes. The sustainable. Gently approach. used. Yeah. <laughs> Gently used Supreme undies on grilled for oh, slightly God. above market life, price. A lot of life left. <laughs> oh, God. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. So who are some designers in general? You've mentioned Helmet Lang um, that and you're Raph. a fan of. And Raph. Um, any other designers that you can like always look to if you're strapped for a post or strapped for inspiration? Just, you know, people that you're really into? Marzello. He's a goat. <laughs> um, I mean, when people ask me what's my favorite designer, I always say Martin. I mean, even though like that's, it's such a hard question because there's there's so many designers, but mm-hmm. I think Martin did everything first, um, and he he's always he created a lot of blueprints um, and helped the the fashion industry. Um, I guess pointed it in the right direction. Since yeah, what he was doing was so many years ahead. Um, just like people his influence is just so great in in the industry um and will be felt for years to come absolutely yeah for sure um we've we've spoken a bit about denim on this pod already uh it seems just from from your post you're a big fan of denim uh, safe to assume running an archive page that you have a inclination towards old <laughs> Levi's as many of us do. Yeah. What are some of your favorite cuts of Levi's and some of your favorite eras? Um, well, for Levi's, I guess back in like the, the 1920s and 1930s, um, they had, um, they used to have the, the back like self belt buckle um mm-hmm. on the back included the one that uh that, Nigo's bringing back right yeah yeah that little feature um i just like drool for <laughs> um and i i think they're the levi's 501 xx um that have well a, i guess a lot of different pairs had have that feature but they were only in the like I guess thirties, um, but yeah, I I really like that little feature. I guess I don't know because pants don't have them nowadays. But mm-hmm. when when Robin's clothing actually made me my pair of like one of one patchwork pants, I specifically asked her to like include one of those because I I was just dying for. Um, a pair of pants with that back buckle and I finally have it. And I, I I saw that she was, um, she had, she had made a pair of pants with with a bad buckle. So I I just, I was like that, I need that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. That's awesome. Very nice. What? Sorry, my computer glitched. (laughs) Anyway. What are some cool interactions uh, that you've had as a result of the page? Like either people messaging or piece, people commenting or, or, you know, things like that. Um, 
I guess overall, like interacting with the people, the followers, um, has been like overwhelming. Like the the amount of support and and positivity I've received um, from like the feedback has just been so great. Um, and I don't know. Also, like talking to people like over DMs that like would never think um like I've I've DM'd with Matthew Williams wow um, Kerwin Frost um uh, like just like big influential people like that um Mm -hmm. I guess a lot of people won't know who who this is but Camille Abbas He's the creative director of Og, which is Rocky's brand. Oh, oh wow. Uh, I've been with him. Um, I don't know. Just a lot of people are just like, wow. Like, I, I would have never been able to do this if I, if I hadn't um, been able to, haven't started the page, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've had, I mean, it never fails to blow our minds just the amount of people we've been able to talk to because of this podcast and because yeah. of the Instagram and things like that. Like, well, it's yeah, surprisingly open to a lot of doors. Yeah. And it's an approachable community. Like, I've said that a million times on the podcast before, but a lot of people, not to say everyone's going to respond to your DM if you DM a big fashion page, but a lot of people <laughs> will respond. Um, if you ask, if you have like a genuine question, oh yeah, and if you're nice like too, and if you're nice, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, or if you message us, hashtag vintage undies only, we will, <laughs> we will respond. Um, and it'll be great, and you can join the Discord, the happiest place in fashion. But yeah, yeah, uh, it is it is an approachable community. I mean, as we've learned from the creation of this episode, it was it was birthed in the comments of a fashion meme this this current episode yeah. which that's pretty cool it's crazy yeah um so we've we've spoken about this a little bit earlier but there are so many archive pages these days yours being at the top end one of the front runners in the in the community how do you do how do you make your page stand out um I guess just like through what, well, I've already said it, but like um, consistency, just posting for sure, ton of content. But I think the the content you post also matters a lot. And I guess through my curation um, and just like actually searching, um, deep diving the internet um, to find whatever cool products that were released years ago yeah um, that people have now forgotten about and just like reminding them um like i think that that helps a page stand out and also like trying to to not make the the content repetitive i guess because people well instagram especially um can have a lot of recycled content mm-hmm. and that that's actually how, how a lot of 
pages start out, like archive pages start out to just recycle a bunch of content from their favorite archive pages. And yeah. it's just a big cycle, I guess. Um, so finding new content, um, I think really helps you stand out. Because sure. that's what people want to see. People don't want to see something they've already seen five times already on the feed. <laughs> true, very true. So, excuse me, like you, you run, you run an archive page. You've got these, these one of one, like custom made denim pants, right? You, you are exposed, I should say, to a lot of very interesting fashion, Mm -hmm. but what do you dress like on the day to day? Like if we caught you on a random Tuesday, what would you be wearing? Um, so actually funny story about those um pants um i actually tried well no i i did go but they almost didn't let me in the club here in mexico because i was wearing those pants i was wearing (laughs) i was wearing those pants in a a vintage like hawaiian Mm -hmm. t-shirt not button up and and the, the the guard i guess just like looked at me weird and was like nope <laughs> and he later told me it was because of the fans um wait but... are there like dress codes to get into clubs yeah that's that's well, definitely a yeah. thing yeah i I've i don't go to a, a club with a dress club i've never yeah. been to a club with a dress code but i've definitely heard of it before yeah and Damn. i think it was it wasn't because I, I was just like dressed poorly i was just dressed differently yeah like, okay people People were getting in wearing like just a black t-shirt and jeans. Okay, sure. But okay, that's yeah. what's normal, I guess, here in Mexico. Yeah. Um, um, and so I, I guess I just stood out. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of like what I wear on a day-to-day basis, I, I, I try, I guess, to just be like, versatile with with what i wear i wear a, a lot of vintage actually like uh, most of my closet is vintage um and um but i i try to take a lot of like different influences of like what i like um from fashion i guess i, I like i try to take some from like military or like more utilitarian looks and then like mm-hmm some days dress with more color or, or um, um, I don't know, like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, like, I, at least I think I try to be versatile yeah. um, in the way I dress. Um, I think that's nice. I like, I, I appreciate uniform dressing, which is yeah. kind of a trend right now, but I also really like just wearing whatever I feel like. Yeah. I could never do the uniform dressing. I just know that about myself. Yeah. 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 Well, especially cause I, I feel like I, uh, the way that I dress on one day it is like, is a form of like self-expression that day. And then yeah. what I pick the next day is, it goes purely off feeling like what I'm yeah. feeling that day. 
Absolutely. And of course, um, like the weather also like affects it, but like weather and feeling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like the whole point of uniform dressing, like with Steve Jobs, it's to save five minutes a day so yeah. he doesn't have to pick out his outfit. How many fashion Instagram bros need that extra five minutes a day? Like you're not running Apple. You're yeah. not running Apple. You're curating and, at your local yeah. vintage resale store. Damn. Exactly. No, and I think it, it also, it's Good to save you. those five minutes, uh, but also to save um, that decision power i guess I, I i read this somewhere that like your brain has certain amount of like decisions it has to make in a day mm-hmm. and not having to make that decision in the early morning saves that energy up to make it for a more important decision later which is like okay if you're running apple then, then yes yeah that uniform dress is like perfect for you and i mean he got he got hit it's not like he dressed bad he, he was wearing yeah isimiyake like, levi's he, he new balance custom, every day yeah every single day i don't know what you guys are talking about i wake up in the morning i make one decision and that's not to go back to bed and the rest of the day i just float through until just, i go to bed you again. just exist yep that's just me <laughs> until you I decide don't to go to bed any decisions yet i believe in free will crazy <laughs> we live in a society people that we do that. big society very true <laughs> So we talked about how you like to dress um, and you like to mix up your clothes day to day, as do both of us. It's hard to name the perfect outfit, but if you had to, if you had to pick one out, what are the ingredients to a perfect fit? To a perfect fit? Yes. Um, perfect. I, I'd say the ingredients for, for like, yeah, for a perfect fit. Number one ingredient is fit, like how your clothes fit. Yeah. Because it can be the thickest like piece or whatever, but if it doesn't fit right, it will not look as good. I think that's that's the number one ingredient. Um I guess number two ingredient, I'd say some cool pants. Um I like to dress in like like I don't know, like the John Mayer way. Like you, you, you pick the pants first, yeah, and then you go, you go middle out. Um, and I think if if you have some interesting pants, um, they can they can elevate your fit. Um, like you could, you could just wear something very simple on top and bottom, and it'll it'll make a good fit. Like I don't know, today I'm just wearing a. a a white t-shirt but like having some pants with like rips all over them and, and paint all over them it makes it makes the fit interesting yeah for sure but uh i think the perfect fit uh, that falls under perspective like for one person what a perfect fit is for another it's like that that's not a perfect fit so um one man's trash is another man's treasure exactly yeah so i think a a lot of what fashion is it's perspective and that that, i think kind of the beauty of it like you you were what you think is cool absolutely at least you should a lot of people don't but ideally 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 (laughs) 
on the topic of like celebrities, you mentioned John Mayer. Um, which celebrities have the best style? And you can't say ASAP Rocky because I feel like that's a cop out. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, yes, John Mayer one dresses very well. Um, but the the goat, the number one, the best best celebrity there's ever been, Robin Williams. True. Yeah, good pick. He's a great pick. Yeah. yeah. Go. Um, I mean, yes, obviously, ASAP Rocky is extremely well dressed. And I think it's a huge flex to say that ASAP Rocky stylist follows you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, ASAP Rocky's up there. But um, another pick would be um, Dev Time, other, otherwise known as Blood Orange. He dresses oh, very yeah, well. Okay. Um, George Harrison from Beatles dresses impeccably. Okay, I have a hot take on George Harrison. Best Beatle. <laughs> he didn't beat his wife. He didn't beat his wife. He released okay. the best music, I would say, individually. And three, he's underrated as hell. So if you say that you're into George Harrison, people don't immediately think of you as an obnoxious Beatles fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm firmly in the camp that he's the and best. And he gets fits off. And he gets fits off. He what else could you off. want? Come yeah. on. That's the perfect formula. Uh, stop stop standing for... John Lennon. <laughs> Dude sucks. He also dressed good though. Um, um I guess for, for like women, uh FKA Twig true very well. Very true. Um, um Charlie I mean, Charlie XCX. She gets fits off. John, you're in love with Charlie XCX. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> That's got an asterisk next to it. Yeah, it's fair. That might be slightly biased. I listen to so much of her music. Oh, I'm convinced that Unlock It could have been the song of the year if not for Jay Park. Yeah, that Jay Park ruined that song. Sucks. Oh, my God. I think I could have written a better verse than him. Unlock the swag. Ray Shremmerd. Ray Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Such garbage. After and it like slows the pace down so much. Oh yeah, they, it they like hurts my brain. Okay, yeah. enough. Like enough. You hit the high notes like you a tenor. <laughs> Shut up. Garbage. Ugh. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah. my god. Next question. Uh, you've you've posted many times, Hector. But out of all of those posts you've made, do you have a favorite post or a post that you're most proud of? That That's such a hard question to answer just because, I mean, not only did I have like over 5,000, no, 6,383 posts. So which uh, one? Yeah, pick of those one. Six <laughs> one. <laughs> so the pick one is like, like picking your favorite child. Um, uh, if you had 6,383 children. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like a, it's like a mid two thousands Disney movie, like yours, mine, and ours, except they have six thousand kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, um, like the the more time that I I do spend on on a post, the more proud I tend to be. For um, sure, like the the one that comes to mind recently, I posted. I don't know if you all saw um, the 
um, ASAP Nast and, and Tyler Beef. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I did like a, a whole um, post like, where I recorded like their their lives where they shot back at each other and 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 like um, they they talk well the screenshots of that Nast put up over a year ago where he was like, oh, he's copying me. Um, but that post probably took me like 30 minutes to make, just finding all the, all the different videos and content. Um, and it performed really well. So like that's one that comes to mind that I'm proud of. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I wore a sweater vest in an Instagram photo yesterday, and I don't know who to credit. Should I credit Tyler or should I credit ASAP Nest? Because one of them invented credit, the sweater vest. Yeah, which, uh, whichever I, one I you credit, do. the other one comes and beats you up. Ooh, Tyler is jacked right now. Is he? Yeah, he's like super yeah. jacked right now. I think he's pretty wiry, isn't he? Oh, he's he is like muscle bound at the moment, though. What? I think he's, I think he's been training. I saw – I think he uploaded like – an IG story or something with his shirt off. And he was like, I mean, he's always been built, but he's like shredded right now. Yeah. He, really? He, well, there's always a, that picture of him, like uh, throwing the chair. I don't know yeah. if you've seen it, but he's like ripped. Yeah. So like, at, he's at like even more hotel now. Though. Or whatever. Yeah. Like just standing like that. He was moving, but now just standing, he's just absolutely shredded. So I don't know. <laughs> I'll just credit neither. I'll pull a Virgil. Oh god. <laughs> 3%. Yeah, I don't know if any of them have the Stussy sweater vest. Rihanna wore that sweater vest that I just posted a picture in. Now you got ASAP Rocky trying to kill you. I was in a Zoom with so, ASAP Rocky. In a, in a, you were? On a fight, in a fight would Tyler would win against against ASAP Nasty I don't know. Does ASAP yeah, Nas get know. the benefit of calling in like the ASAP troops, and then does Ooh, Tyler get on. the benefit of like calling, of calling in, in Lawyer like, Squad, like Jasper and Lionel uh-huh. yeah. and Taco? Because they're scary. Lionel's Jasper, beefy. Lion, Lionel's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Taco's doing, but yeah, Taco, Lionel's Lionel's Taco cracking was... some heads. Wait, have you seen? Have you seen talking about ASAP Mob? I my everybody's least favorite member, ASAP Bari, is trying to get people to fly out and do in person. Like, how much is your outfit worth? Fit battles. Have you seen this? On their own dime. I I think he's he's offering to either fly people out or they fly out. I will fly out there in pod and stocks, (laughs) purple baggies, and a black Supreme Hanes tee. And just be like, oh, yeah, what's up, everybody? Bari, Bari, you get out of here. You're a horrible person. And then I'll leave. And that's my story. That's what I'm bringing to the table, folks. Oh, God. Crazy. That's, that's kind of weird that Bari has ended up doing that now. He's... He's he's like he's like a herpes infection. Like he goes away for like two to three months, and he comes out with just something like egregious and just absolutely annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he dresses terribly too. I'm not I'm not super afraid of of shitting on him. He dresses terribly. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people praise him for for 
his like the way he dresses. I've always been that's the thing. I've always been because people have told me like post this Barry style, post this Barry style. I've never done it. I've always been scared of like getting canceled for posting it. For posting Barry, that's that's very <laughs> fair. Yeah, I mean he's not a good person. No, but um, but he does, he does fall under the the requisite of having his own individual style that's him i don't know if yeah. you consider bad as a style i think he just I wears like stuff shit, but that's that he not gets me. like he gets everything super early yeah, yeah. i think that's he, why he there's hype around it yeah he gets everything sent to him and he gets it super early but yeah. i don't know i've never been a fan um i never understood even before the horrible things surrounding asap i just never understood the v-loan hype oh well that's because rocky was wearing it that's yeah. all yeah that's back, what that's what blew it up back when v-loan was popular or Valone, whatever i kind of wanted the air force ones they were just like a high quality air force one like the yeah they had like nice leather yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also I, I don't look great in orange, but I was like, maybe I can pull these off. And I never pulled the trigger. I've never owned a single item of V loan. I've never sold seventy two pieces of fake V loan either. <laughs> but who would do that? Who would? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, what's that nod for? Uh there's a, a kid on on TikTok who everybody was getting mad at each other for like why do you buy reps? A rep he, wars. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So he he's like the pro rep sp- spokesperson. He went on live with a bunch of people and I he ended up being cool with everybody, which I don't really understand. But yeah, like, at the end of it, everyone was like, okay, it's fashion TikTok. We're all, we're yeah. fine. But they were like, you know, you, you're selling these as real. He's like, yeah, I did. I've sold over 70 V loan shirts as real on That's Grail, insane. And they're fake. Like, what are you going to do? Stop me? I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, the U.S. The government fuck? will. <laughs> I think someone someone tried to report his, his address to the FBI because he's getting For so counterfeiting. many. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Let's say he so sold insane. each for $200, which like V-Long retail. Yeah, is yeah like I feel like that's. 300 Yeah. Yeah. That's $14,000. Oh, <laughs> But uh, it goes both sold... ways because that means someone's paying two hundred dollars for a V loan shirt. Or <laughs> should they be scammed? Yeah. The question should arise. Like, do they deserve to be yeah, scammed? But... He also sold twenty three pairs of Ian Connor shoes. If you want to see it, actually, you can look up Ian Connor twenty three. Uh, <laughs> I'm nice. never letting that die. That nice. guy's a that terrible good. person. Thank you. Thank oh you. Thank God. you. That was sneaky, dude. Yeah, that was a that was a heater. I try. <laughs> Bringing us back to our list of questions, Hector, what does the future look like for fashion? What do you think will happen in this crazy era of brands? Everyone wants to collab with each other. Influencers are thinking they rule the roost. We don't know if they actually are. What's up next? What's what's um, all this going towards? I think, um, well, I think fashion as a whole is going to be moving towards uh, trying to be more like vintage and and like eco-friendly mm-hmm. um, um, more more towards like you, you even see like um, 
fast fashion brands taking it into account now, which I think is very good. Um, it's, I mean, they're doing they're doing the least, but at least they're doing something. Yeah. Um, and but in the next few years, I think um, vintage is just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Um, I think um, for for like um, the past generations, I I, I think I, at least I think um, it hasn't been as socially acceptable like to wear like other people's clothes or, yeah. or at least this is the idea I've gotten from like my parents were like why why are you buying so many like old rags like well why do you want it and like it doesn't fit in their head but I think mm-hmm. for the new generations that that's definitely changing um yeah. and it's it's become cool to wear vintage um so and i think i think that's a good step for for the fashion industry and i think it's going to continue to grow bigger um and as well as you 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 begin to see a lot of um, people like reworking vintage um and turning it into something new i think that type of like recycling is going to be big in the years to come yeah, most and as far as like influencers, um, stuff like that, I don't think they're going away. Um, yeah. Even though like that, you, you might like them, you might not. I think they they help sell um, clothes, which is like what a, a lot of brands struggle um, to do, and just like sending. Who knew that like sending free clothes to this influ- these influencers was the answer? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. That's, do you? I think the future of a lot of fashion marketing. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, influencer marketing is just gonna grow and grow. Do you yeah. personally get sent or get offers to be sent a lot of stuff? Yeah, I've I've gotten um, uh, I've gotten clothes like uh, people that hit me up and like, oh, I want to send you this or whatever. Uh, and I'm always super grateful. It's like, uh, it feels amazing to like receive a package. It's like, oh, this is free. This um, this guy actually sent me like this this art piece uh, that's like a, a skateboard deck, um, but on the on the side of the on the side that you don't stand on, um, it's actually like his printed is like his painting oh wow um, cool yeah it's actually really cool uh, shout him out his name is well on on instagram his instagram is kira mal like k k k i r a m o b gotcha and, yeah and i but i received like in terms of clothing, that's that's the most I've received hats and, and t-shirts and received a really cool button up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we've been lucky to have been put on put on flow team for a couple of things as well, which is we're just so honored every time someone thinks of us to yeah. to send no, something that too. they worked hard on our way. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we're always fairly transparent about like 
we're we're a neutral party like we don't get paid to say anything yeah. about about any brands yet who knows but <laughs> <laughs> but at the yeah. moment you know we're, we're just lucky to know a lot of really cool creatives and uh just it's it's great being able to see their work whether or not we have it in hand like our our yeah. discord is alive and well with a bunch of designers and stuff like that who have bounced ideas off each other and stuff like that it's really cool to just be in the gallery in the peanut gallery and be able to see that going on in our our own community yeah 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 no it's yeah. really no, cool definitely um excuse me so influencers uh are here to stay basically true they they may not be a trend but what is a trend that's going on right now that you are a fan of um personally okay i try my best which obviously like it's almost impossible to do so but like not pay attention to trends and like try to um pay attention to like what's more timeless like what what will age good but um to answer your question um i do really like this this new trend where like you see a lot of people like reworking vintage and like reworking yeah. denim yeah um, there's a lot of people reworking denim and, and they, they make some really cool pieces yeah so yeah I, i'm i i want to see more of it in the future Shout out. One of my favorite people reworking denim is a ex capital employee. I don't know exactly why he, he left, but I think he left on good terms. Um, he's also a super nice guy and his at is pro P R O L E T A R E A R T proleta reart, I think. Um, yeah. and he like reworks he's denim. He's crazy. He's also yeah. done shoes and I kind of want to message him and just be like, Hey, could you do a pair of shoes for me? obviously pay them but yeah. i've been in the new it's york times so cool. i want them for free <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i've i've actually dm with him too and yeah sick. His, his pieces are crazy he's like, so totally nice too insane. yeah 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 but i i do love like the borrowed um look yeah is, i mean not for everyone but he he does it very well yeah if you're into that definitely look into them absolutely so hector perhaps the biggest question of the day so far uh it's it's a doozy what is the best fashion podcast you've ever been on that's hosted by two dudes named john and saul well obviously the the, the pair of kings pod shut it down you got the answer. That's good. I was nervous about that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, there's this other podcast that, you know, like kind of roasted me on the meme. Not them. Not them so much. <laughs> Fair game. <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Shout out to our fellow fashion podcasts. We're, we're lucky to be on good turns with everybody like throwing fits they're they're super cool they've been on the pod they're really nice guys yeah they're really nice guys love it um so more of a, a grand scope question what do you think the biggest drivers are of what's popular today um 
biggest drivers of what's popular today. Um, in terms of like what sells, I think there's like a lot of whether it be influencers or celebrities like wearing the stuff. I think that's what drives a lot of things to like actually sell out and like um, mm-hmm. like actually sell because if they weren't necessarily wearing it, it would it would just stay on the racks and, and yeah probably end up going to the sales. But um, because there's a lot of really nice pieces that end up on sale, um, yeah. just having but the pieces that have like i don't know i guess call it the the hype behind them of of a certain celebrity wearing them um causes them to sell out yeah true very Very true um kind of on that topic with celebrities and influencers driving what's popular today how can people develop their own styles uh is it that they just have to avoid like being online that's that's a big part of it like just staying no, off of instagram exactly the opposite of what those people that are buying uh what the influencers are wearing mm-hmm. and the celebrities are wearing do exactly the opposite and buy what they're <laughs> not wearing <laughs> but um honestly like don't don't be don't be scared to like step out of your own comfort zone and, and like explore where your style can evolve. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. A, a great way to do this is um, through thrifting um, mm-hmm. because you can, you can find a lot of pieces for very cheap um, and, and you can just like buy it, try it out. If it doesn't work for you, you can, turn it back to the goodwill or, or whatever or even like sell it on grailed um because vintage tends to hold its value mm-hmm. um if not go up in value very um, true and yeah so don't be scared to to like try new things out and yeah. and see what actually fits with you and and you know everyone's style evolves but slowly you're, you're just like finding your own style and what's you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Saul, you got the final question, my man. That I do. If you've listened to any episode of Pair of Kings, you'll know what's coming next. It is the, the cornerstone of the Pair of Kings podcast experience. It is the question that we've asked every single guest on the podcast and now today, Hector, uh, continuing with tradition, um, it has made people laugh. It has made people cry, tremble in fear, whatever it may be. But it really Hector, has without... made people cry. We cried yeah. during Rashid's episode. We did. Yeah. Um, without further ado, Hector, if you had a year to eat a wooden door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how? The answer is yes. Yes. Love but, it. I mean, huge. Obviously, I mean, you would start by taking off the hinges, and I don't know, maybe put it on an angle or something where you can get you can get the corner and start like gnawing at the corner. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just like I don't know, instead of popcorn at the movies, you can just like take your door. 
but after you're done with with like gnawing through through the wood you have the problem that like you still have metal um that you have to to like digest i guess um but i guess i guess the the only answer to that would be like melting it down and um make putting it into like pill-sized um little capsules i guess or not putting it in the capsules but making them that size yeah so that you can just easily swallow them they just take one a day you're yeah. probably through it in two weeks for a for a door handle and hinges. I love yeah. it. I love the confidence and no no outside. Like a lot of people say, oh, they turn it into sawdust and put it in smoothies. You're just going right in and gnawing on the door. Yeah, no, I respect yeah. that. I respect that. <laughs> the old fashioned approach. Exactly. Find a good corner and just just go give for it. it. Give it a little nibble. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, with that being said, we love the answer, of course, and all of your answers for these questions today. We've made it through the main portion of this podcast, but that doesn't mean we're done yet. Uh, We have the closing ceremonies, if you will, starting off with a segment that we do every week called Song of the Week. Uh, this This is a portion where we ask our guests for a song that they've been listening to each or recently. And uh, we add it to a playlist that we have on Spotify called Pair of Kings Season 4 that uh, you can find if you mosey on over there and search for it. So, Hector, what, what, uh, what have you been listening to lately? Um, this song of this week would be 5349 uh, by Childish Gambino. Um, nice. I think it's, it's the, the last song of his newest album uh three fifteen twenty the whole album is like kind of like um i don't know a bunch of numbers which is kind of confusing I think it's but the time codes of every song so like 12 38 starts 12 minutes and 38 seconds into the album oh, i think that's interesting that is yeah. interesting i hadn't i hadn't realized that yeah because the first song is zero 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 ah the plot thickens. Um, <laughs> but yeah um i think yeah the, the song alone is great but if you actually listen to the album in order and actually let it build up to the song it's even better mm. very really nice great pick i, I love, love childish gambino yeah me too. i haven't actually listened to his new album i should get on that He's a he's a yeah, talented if guy. Do, if you do listen it, listen to it like not on shuffle, like yeah, yeah, all, all the way through. through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like doing that. At least, definitely for my first time listening through an album, I try to yeah. go in order. Um, my song of the week this week because I was uh, had the hard eyes on for Charlie XCX earlier. <laughs> I got to do a Charlie song. Uh, Cross you out featuring Sky Ferreria is a it's an all-time classic Saul, how about you round us uh, out i've got a very fun country song that i've been listening country to since... song yeah i i have we ever had a country song on this podcast before recommend uh i don't think so yeah I, I think but, uh... i recommended the pedal steel version of april 14th by apex twin <laughs> but i don't think that counts it just sounds like that song if it was played in a saloon it's a really cool really cool 
video yeah. of the guy playing the pedal steel. Um, but this guy is it's like a classic country song, I think. It's called Lido's Shuffle. Uh, it's a, it's an older song. It's not like a new country, like bro country song, but it's a really <laughs> fun song. Um, okay. I don't know. Go check it out. I enjoy it a lot. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, indeed. <laughs> I'm roasting country as I'm wearing a shirt with cowboys on it. That's all got for me you can't, Texas. You can't wear that shirt unless you listen to the song, John. Well, guess I'm stripping down for the remainder of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You can get that on our on our coming soon Patreon. You yeah, Patreon content. Only fans, only fans exclusive. Yeah, only fits. I still want to make that. I still. Yeah, we've make talked about fits. it. We've talked about it. Um, could be could be cool. Uh, but with that being said, we're actually now at the at the end of the podcast. But before we get out, of course, Hector, thank you so much for for taking the time out of your schedule to. Uh, chop it up with us we really appreciate it uh before we get out of here take as much time as you'd like let the people know where they can find you on instagram uh give any shout outs you'd like to give all that good stuff the floor is yours thank you very much um first of all thank you for having me um you're welcome all a fun what almost two hours um, anytime anytime but I guess if you're not following Archive Dreams by now, go follow it. Um, and if you want to follow my store, Archive Dreams store. And if you want to follow my upcoming brand, Archive Dreams Studio. Um, and then I guess if you want to follow my personal, Hector.Quint. And I guess that's it. There we go. There we go. Well, thank you once again for, for joining us. We wish you all the best in the future with all your endeavors with the page and just in life as, as a whole. Thank you. Likewise. Much appreciated. Thank you to Hector. Um, you can find him on Instagram at archived.dreams or uh, what's your personal? I don't have it off the top of my head, Hector. Hector.quint. Perfect. Yep. So go follow him, check him out, show some love. Um, thank you to him. Thank you to everybody for listening, new or old. If you are a new listener, come join the Discord. You will not regret it. It is the happiest place in fashion. Um, and if you forgot or maybe needed the reminder, I am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson, joined each and every week by my wonderful co-host. I'm John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And together we are the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, on TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us with business inquiries or just if you're feeling like emailing us at Pair of Kings Pod at Shout out Musty. Musty's emailed yeah. us a couple times. He has He's a real one for that. Big shouts to to anybody emailing, but. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to us that you would spend, what is it now? Two hours with us, um, and listen to us chop it up, um, with Hector, but without further ado, this has been the pair of Kings podcast where once a week, every week for the foreseeable future, we are bringing you business as usual. Tom foolery as planned. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Have a great Thursday, everyone. Thanks for listening. Before, before,